This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And you're back. And we're back. Welcome once again to your favorite wrestling podcast. That is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very, very much for listening today. We really appreciate it. You can go to MarkingOut.com and find all the episodes. Or if you don't want it, or if you, your computer isn't being able to access MarkingOut.com, you can just go to iTunes and type in Marking Out. You'll see our wonderful logo by our broski B-Wing 411. Subscribe. That's one of the biggest things that you can do. Let's get our, our subscribers up. Let's get our plays up. Rate it. Rate it. Give five stars. Tell us how much you love me. Tell them how much you love Dave. Dave, how much you don't love Brandon. Also, too, you can follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. We uh, talk, we live tweet during Raw, we live tweet during SmackDown, we live tweet during the Super Bowl. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. After we last week, it. after we last week, the Giants are going to the Super Bowl if they can beat the Packers. But that's a story for a football podcast. Maybe uh, fantasy football junkies, if you're into that one, go uh, listen to theirs. Uh, also, Facebook.com/slash Marking Out. Uh, continue the pro wrestling talk there. We have a lot of discussions. We put a lot of videos up uh it's a lot of fun talk to the other fans yeah talk to the other fans you know we want to be one big community of wrestling fans my name is chris i am here with dave dave get what is your name this week this week i am gonna go by dave the rave that the ladies crave i mean come on now could i have a different name no yeah your name could be frank yeah, that's true. It Frank is. the Tank. Frank the Tank. And we are here with the Count Monte Fisto, the Blue Dragon, Brandon Brandon, Cousin Brandon, uh, Armando Galarraga, and then until Ginger we- Mahal. <laughs> How are we doing today, Brandon? No, Dave, I'm not wearing left-handed oven mitts. They don't exist. And that makes me awesome as always fuck you great left-handed oven mitts. no <laughs> i no i had to wear a right-handed oven mitt on my left hand to take out the key lime pie i made the other day does not exist i know they that's don't. what i did too i was just like hello the leftorium no no one simpsons reference no yeah one i understand it but unfortunately there's no such store well there is somewhere and then when i find it i'm gonna get you a plane ticket directly to that store but let's get on to big things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling more specifically the wwe right after we filmed this show on we filmed it on sunday yeah, that we, we did, did. yeah oh man what a sunday it was um wwe house show in oakland california home of nwa actually no that was more com- straight ha- out of compton straight out of Compton. We, I thought you were talking about the North American Wrestling Alliance or whatever. Yeah, right? Uh, we had new tag team champions at a house show. Surprisingly, we Sup- found this out during the Giant Game. We found this out during the Giant Game. Epico and Primo beat Evan Bourne and Kofi Kingston Air Boom for the WWE Tag Team titles on a house show. Yes. Which was... Now, cr- usually, I know I saw you guys go back and forth a little bit. Yes, usually I think I have a feeling that at house shows, championships do not get changed. But I do like seeing them changed on house shows. Uh, Diesel versus Bob Acklin? 
Diesel versus Bob Backlund. Ms. Uh, Morrison. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think Money Incorporated, possibly, or they lost the title on a house yeah, show. Yeah, but we haven't oh, seen this. Yeah, Paul yeah. London, Kendrick, yep, Kendrick Deuce and Domino, yep. Lance Cade. It, it gives a meaning, random names. I, I, I like seeing them. wrestlers. Barry Horowitz. I like, see, I like seeing these just because it gives a meaning to uh, see a house show. Do you I, think La Rosa Mendez had something to do with this? No, because they showed the footage on Raw on Monday. I'm talking about backstage footage. Are you talking about some <laughs> oral agreements? Yeah. I don't think so, but I think it's we... It's possible. It, no, it isn't, <laughs> because we're going to get into maybe the real reason why the titles were stripped. Let's get into it right now. Why Evan, not? Evan Bourne suspended for the second time, 60-day suspension for breaking the wellness policy, which, you know, you could all assume that, hey, guess what? He's smoking weed or... You don't... Uh, but you don't, you don't honestly, well, I, I do know you don't get suspended for smoking weed. That's true. You only get a fine. I'm saying let him smoke. I think it's it. like a two thousand five uh, twenty five hundred dollars. Well, fine. you know, do we know this for a fact? No, yes, no. I mean, honestly, okay, shut up, Brandon. Honestly, oh. I think that it may have just been smoking salvia. It's not. Or it's, it's not marijuana. Or, or it's not sy- marijuana. It's or, legal. Or the synthetic marijuana or whatever exactly. it is. I mean, um, but. I guess that's the reason why they they took the titles off and put it on Epico and Primo. But Epico and Primo look good. Oh yeah, they did tag team. The thing I love about them is every time that they tag, they ha- once one goes out of the ring, the other one comes in at the exact same moment, leaping over that top rope. Well, they're also cousins, so maybe that family factor works into them. And they they shined on Monday Night Raw when uh, Air Boom got their rematch. What would you think about this if Evan Bourne is trying to get his release, kind of like what Kendrick did, London? I um, don't, I don't think. So. I mean. As much as as much as I can agree with you on that, I I, I have full heart full I mean, heartingly uh, don't agree. It could be grueling the road. Is he but like is he suspended with pay? I don't, that we don't know. That we don't know. Sixty day suspension. But you you know who I feel the worst for in this whole thing? Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Nah. Kofi Kingston has been shrouded in like he is he's on the cusp of being like you know a main eventer and then gets brought back down. He was you know he's like the top guy in the tag team nah. division and his partner keeps getting you know suspended. Yeah, and, it, and it's like boom boom. Where goes his mess? His WrestleMania spot now. Yeah. Probably in the uh, beforehand Money battle royal. Money in the royal. bank, though. Money in the bank is coming up too. Ho- hopefully, they bring that back for WrestleMania. Well, so there I, you go, Kofi Kingston. I read around. online uh-huh. that they're that they changed the schedule around. They, so there's no Money in the Bank this year, and they're making like over the limit and bragging rights coming back. They gotta and stop they're taking changing the it. They gotta stop changing it so often. Like they, what they have to do, they have. To, I feel like they have to yeah, reduce all those in too. your houses were were easy to keep track of. Yeah, right? Yeah. In your house, greener pastures, or in your house, British invasion. I don't even... Brandon probably remembers every single one. I know. I started watching... Heart and Soul. They had the last... In your houses were like... Backlash, actually. I, I was think. like, I always like the setup of that, like how uh, the oh, entrance it was, was actually like a house. inside of house. And the first one, they actually like gave away a house to somebody. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I think I actually signed up for that, or my dad yeah, signed right. up for That's that. That's totally fake. There's no way they did that. Hey, they gave away a real life Simpsons house. Going back to si- the Simpsons on this show, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, was, I remember yeah. that too. It was pretty awesome. But going going back to Primo for a second, I am actually so glad that they're using him. And they didn't just release him when they released Carlito. Well, that was a that he didn't want to be released. Carlito was sick.
sick of yeah. being there. He's said it. Car- like, well, like, no, Carlito refused to take a drug test. Yeah, but also too, he just didn't want to be there anymore. If you listen to Which the, stupid. if it's you stupid. listen to the art of wrestling with Carlito on it, he told his whole story. He's like, I'm. He's like, my brother is completely and utterly talented. I don't uh-huh. know why they under under don't use him. Now that the fact that they kind of had that like family tag team again that they had with Carlito on Primo that really didn't work out because like one week they broke up, the next yeah. week they got back together. Now that they have that. I think that's going to really start flourishing the tag team division because also too not just on Raw too you know Dave also too on NXT they're, NXT they're, the 100th episode they had a really nice tag team match with great flowing um, what they have they had uh, uh, Hawkins and Ryder versus Hawkins and Ryder yeah Hawkins oh, and Ryder yeah yeah no um, what's his face uh, Rex and Hawkins Tyler Rex yeah Rex and Hawkins versus Barrett and Yoshi, and that was just a great back and forth match. They uh, Rex and uh, Hawkins got matching attire now, which is great. You know what? And I always, I always stress that for tag attire. Look at the Usos. Look at them. Hopefully, it declares them. Hey, we're tag team, and we're ser- yeah, and we're pissed off now. Hell yeah! Hopefully. And then that Hawk, that I know we've mentioned it earlier uh, on the prior to I think iTunes, but that Hawkins body slam is sick. Where he goes from like a fall away slam into a scoop slam. That was the upside down frown. Yeah, that was, that was Norman that's Smiley's move. Norman Smiley. Was it? I yeah, and that. he and he's. I believe he said that on Twitter. Like that move is the upside down frown. That's I, dedicated to Norman I, Smiley. I like that move a lot. That is very impressive. But they had a great back and forth match, and it only shows how much potential the tag team division does have. Mm-hmm. But it's unfortunate that. I feel like they say they say that they want to put so much effort into it, but they're not really doing it. Because if they wanted to, matches like that would be on right. Raw. They would be on SmackDown. But they only have a certain amount of time slots, and there's a lot of stuff going yes. on right now. Not on- to mention, not to mention, it's been an NXT feud. Yeah, but you yeah. also too, as I was, I was saying before, I was really cut off by Brandon. You know, they Damn only have it. certain time slots to fill, and there's so much going on right now mm-hmm. on WWE Raw. You know, one major thing right now is the is the push to the Royal Rumble. Definitely. You know, everybody and anybody's getting involved. They have to play all these like Royal Rumble flashback spots. You know, this week being '92 with Ric Flair. I know Brandon loved that one. I think that's why he wanted to just cut uh-huh. me off. Ric Flair, you know, a winning the WWE title and also b winning the Royal Rumble match in what was another great. Royal Rumble. What's always great about watching, going back and watching those Rumbles, when you watch, there's not one point in the match where you have a wrestler in the ring that isn't either a legend or well, well known. I know. I have to get the NFL. I have like 90, what is it? I wait like- a minute, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Royal Rumbles in the past have been filled with unknown fucking jobbers. I know, but then they have, the, uh, they, yeah, but, but they just come for like two seconds. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't really last. You're when always you- going to have a big main guy. I mean, look at, Especially at the um, towards the end of the rumbles, you always have a few like um, when they were showing clips. You had Savage in it. You had Santino um, Morella in it. I know, but that's a, that was also that's... a big a big spot last year because everybody was marking out over that. Hey, there we go. Use the show name. Um, but everybody and anybody wants to get into the Royal Rumble this year. And one person that we've it's seen on WWE. Oh nope. Yep, Gregory Iron. All right. Yes, Gregory Iron, but also one person that we have seen time and time again off on WWE programming over the past couple of months that really hasn't done any sort of in-ring competition has been Mick Foley. Mick Foley coming out this week on Monday Night Raw stating that he wants to be in the Royal Rumble this year. You know, make, make, making it for the kids. Big pop. Big pop. I w- But also, too, then you have John Laurinaitis, which was kind of, you know... Mm-hmm. 
an underlying storyline in itself yeah. through the whole thing, telling him that no, he can't be in the Royal Rumble this year. You know, straight face told him no. You know, you have Dolph Ziggler coming out too and saying, you know, no one wants to see you. Get over mm. it. Get he, off TV. He looked so young. He looked like uh, he had Botox or something because Foley looked very, very I think young. He, I think they might have put a little makeup on him. That's you know, what I gave him a nice too. shave of the face. I, I thought that he had a little bit of makeup. I too, think it was man. just because he was clean shaven. That's what Brandon was saying. Yeah. It's because he's clean shaven. I think he definitely had makeup on. He looked just a young face. So I mean, I I would like to see McFoley in the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah. But you know what? Like I feel like if you want to put those legends and everything like that, you have to make it a forty man battle royal. Uh, I I don't I don't know. It depends Not on a how... battle royal, a Royal Rumble. What a, uh, you, I, I you know, know what I meant. Honestly, th- how great would it be to see Mick Foley versus Undertaker again? How awesome would that be? And but random. you get a title shot. But you get a title shot with the Royal Rumble. He doesn't have to, he, no, I mean, he doesn't have to win it. Yeah. I mean, just overall, in the scheme of him being not, uh, not to trying to compete again, could, maybe one last match. Okay. He could just sacrifice it, too, and be like, I don't want this. I want this. No. But, you know, as I said, everybody and anybody is trying to get in there. We had a nice over-the-top rope challenge this week yep. uh, between the Miz. You know, a lot of guys yeah, have been Miz, feuding. Sheamus, Miz, Sheamus, um, R-Truth, Wade R-Truth. Barrett. Uh, let's talk about R-Truth and that what led up to that over-the-top over the rope battle royal and him getting cut off by Wade Barrett and then also saying that, you know, Wade Barrett's a little upset. Mm. And he went to, the, he went to Disney World. That, that segment... I really I, I popped it was for funny. it was really funny he's like I was with Mickey and Minnie picture of Mickey and Minnie Pinocchio uh, Pinocchio was the best part because he wasn't even looking at Pinocchio's nose when it started growing he was looking down himself out he goes I didn't even think this is PG what's great I think that all these promoting the Royal Rumble on Raw and Smackdown have been amazing They're, they just really get you excited just how everybody's going back and forth with each other who could one up each uh anybody else and it's just it really is exciting but also too they are using like for the past couple weeks they've been using all the early 90 ones like I I don't say early 90s because they used 96 next week 96 last week but it's it's all those good ones that really have that nostalgia factor too. It's I, not like two years ago Randy Orton won the nah. Royal Rumble. I feel like well, if you could if you watch any of the Royal Rumbles from the nineties, you're guaranteed to have a really interesting good Rumble to watch. Mm-hmm. I liked when uh, Mick Foley came out three times. Yeah, that was a pretty big uh, Royal Rumble. Uh, Oh yeah, that's right. When he came out three times Curve as three ball. different characters. Okay, Dude, love yeah. I thought you were just excited because Mick Foley Cactus. came out three times on Monday Night Raw. And you know, I think the last time we saw Mick Foley in the Royal Rumble was uh, 2008 at Madison Square Garden. I was there. The old January 27th, 2008. Yeah, I was there. I still I have the Royal Rumble poster and ticket framed right next to my bed. I mean, it's getting taken down in a week, but and it's 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 strange because when is when's the Royal Rumble? The 29th. And how come we haven't seen qualifier matches yet? They really haven't even I don't want to see which it's I'm like. Ha- I want to see no, qualifier no. matches at some point, kind of. I'm going to argue with you on that one. It's I like actually... Mick, Foley, Mick Foley and Hornswoggle got into the, the Royal Rumble by beating the Highlanders All in right. early January. I'm going to argue with you with that one because I actually really don't want to see that. I don't want to know who's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I don't want to know their entry number. I want to be surprised when that number – when that – from 10 counts down I want it to be like who could it be and not and I, I want to be surprised I don't want to yeah but even who, even to have like 14 people announced or 10 people you need people in a Royal Rumble to be announced no no you, 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 want, they, yes, you, you never you, you never did in the past 
I mean, you had people t- just hyping it up like uh, Sheamus and Wade Barrett are doing now. I know, but you and, never... our, and then our truth and Miz, all these other storylines that you've been seeing but over like, the past but couple they weeks. But don't, they don't earn their shot. They don't earn anything. They they've just, been earning ooh, it. Over, don't need they've to. been earning it over the past year. I mean, look at exactly. Look at what. Wade Barrett has done over the past year. You know, yes, he was kind of you know fronting the core and everything like that. Yeah, but he's, he's had this sick feud with Randy Orton. He took Randy Randy lot. Orton out. Sheamus too, uh, United States Champion, coming from obscure obscurity it, to it be like be the new face of SmackDown. He, he's the top uh, star coming out of NXT. Uh, yeah, NXT. Yeah, he's, he's the top top star out Wait, of everybody. Sheamus out of NXT. Sheamus wasn't on. Sheamus wasn't on NXT. Barrett, Sheamus, Barrett. Wade Barrett. Barrett. Okay, well, I, I was talking about Sheamus. Oh, I thought you because Daniel Bryan is clearly no, no, no than... but that's why I'm saying one of them. Well, being that Daniel Bryan also had the independent uh, Ring of Honor history, yeah. Wade Barrett didn't have that. He yeah. came from. To develop it, he, well, he, from the bare knuckle boxing, bare knuckle fighter to you know really being one of those guys that really have flourished out of the FCW no, developmental system. But yeah, I say I don't want to know who's in it. Now this was a really interesting blog that I saw this week. Uh, Ardo Ocal, he works for the Scoring Canada. He also does Aftermath Wrestling. Very good um, on Siri on Sirius XM. This guy knows his stuff. He's a broski also. Oh yeah. Um, he wrote an interesting blog this week saying what he thinks should happen at the end. Of the Royal Rumble. I actually read that. Which was awesome. Every everybody eliminates each other. Twenty eight and twenty nine go out. The ring is empty. Five, four, three, two, one. Jericho comes out, walks into the ring, wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he said like lights go out and then Jericho appears. I think that would be great because and just the fact that he doesn't lift a finger to I think that's even word for word. He doesn't lift a finger to win the match. And he and he doesn't have to say a word. He could just come in do, do just the same thing that he did. Maybe Kane cleans house. And and then John Cena comes out comes, and, yep, and comes cleans more house. Gets a double elimination or he just eliminates Kane and then figures, you know what? F it. I'm going to go after keep on going after Kane. Yeah. And then Jericho comes out and doesn't have to say a word like he did this week during the main event. Just comes out, hypes up the crowd, and then runs out. Doesn't I, say anything. You know what? I love the idea, too. He's a, If you don't know him, go follow him on Twitter. Go read his blog, too. Oh, I, okay. he, I thought you were talking yeah, about Chris no. Jericho. Yes, no, Chris Jericho. <laughs> you got to specify <laughs> yourself here, Jericho. Dave. I can't really pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Ardo Cal, the score. Chris Aftermath. Jericho. There we go. <laughs> um, let's talk about maybe the underlying theme of the uh, Raw this week, and that was John Laurinaitis. You know, we mentioned earlier about Mick Foley, you know, kind of getting screwed out of his spot, the Royal Rumble. Wasn't the only one getting screwed. Yeah, he wasn't the only one getting screwed because we had your U.S. title match that they were pumping up last week between Zack Ryder and... Jack Swagger, who, yes, the all-American-American. American. You could say it, Brandon. <laughs> it's okay. Um, which then led to Jack Swagger winning the just United States title. complete squash match, too. Yeah. But you, the entire time you have um, Zack Ryder just holding his ribs. Even and the just, promo beforehand, he's like, I'm hurt. And he's yeah. like, but I'm going to go out there and defend my title. I think I saw Mr. Belding crying a little bit in the front row. We did. Shout out to Mr. Belding for hey. being there. And he got snubbed, too. Yeah, like, Chris, Jer- he was reaching out for Chris Jericho's Jericho hand. Jericho's like, it. everybody around Mr. Belding. Yeah. Did you me. did you see everybody on Twitter as soon as, as, soon as Zack Ryder lost the title? Oh, Evan Bourne must be staring. Steroids must be steroids. This, this, yeah, that, this, that, this. Uh, no, I was like, hell no. It's no. part. This is part of a major storyline because going back to yeah. going back it, to the theme of John Laurinaitis, you know, he was he did receive a note earlier that day from David Otunga, which he totally blatantly didn't 
UFC, which then turned out that Zack Ryder wasn't medically cleared to wrestle. Yeah. And then felt really bad about it. And he should feel bad about it because that's a bunch of fucking horse shit. So is somebody going to step in and give him back that championship? He, should, gonna... be, he should be awarded back his title. I mean, what's, what's bullshit is they did this like two months, three months, last month. I don't even remember when it was with Mark Henry and yeah. Teddy Long and Money in the Bank and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Daniel Bryan big won show. the title. Pay-per-view. He won the title. Then all of a sudden, nope, he's not cleared to wrestle. You're not really champion. Yeah. I know. Where's T-Lo when you need him? Is SmackDown a different fucking company all of a sudden? <laughs> I know. He should be giving his title back next week. Do the writers know each other? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it, it frustrates me, too, because... Look at like you know they're trying to bring prestige back to all these titles, and you gives it you, on his first fucking defense. Zack Ryder flops the title over. Yes, because he had an injury, but still he flops the title over. You know after Dolph Ziggler had it for like six months, he was one of the longest reigning w, uh, champions in WWE. And honestly, I I don't see Sw- Swagger. I like a lot, but I don't see him bringing prestige. No, I, I feel it, like it's a gimmick. I, I feel like it's the same thing with um the Intercontinental uh, Championship, where I feel like. To, in order to bring prestige, you need more main eventers to come down and go after it. Like with what they were doing with Booker T, but also, too, Cody Rhodes is really – I feel like Cody oh, yeah, Rhodes no. is reviving that title. No, no. I definitely feel the same way, even changing the cha- changing the title, too, Yeah, uh, to the white one. Not the best. But, but still, I feel like um, a name like Randy Orton or like somebody on that level needs to compete for that. Yeah. Just, to, just so people are – to make it look like it's um, that higher up championship because and that brings me to another point that I think that they have to combine the championships because this that, way but that's a, that's something we can yes, get that into com- that's completely because separate because that has nothing to do with John Laurinaitis right now so John Laurinaitis exactly. effing up big time with you know not med- Zack Ryder not being medically cleared and then you have the main event you know you have him not saying McFoley's not allowed in the Royal Rumble and then you have him coming out at the end of the main event and Punk really get into his head and it, pretty much coming out and saying that he was wanting to try to screw Punk at the, you know at yeah. at the Royal Rumble and also to taking out Mick Foley. So With this Mike. is Mike finally Mike. we're getting a little bit more character development out of John Laurinaitis. It's very stale, really not imaginative character that we've all grown to hate is now finally coming out of his shell. I don't know. I still feel like he's kind of stale. I, I think it may just be his voice though. Yeah, I, I think. I think that was an incredible promo with CM Punk calling oh, him yeah. out with the Japan and Animal and everything. Oh, What's absolutely. Great is my, my dad doesn't watch wrestling. He came downstairs just to hang out a little bit and watch the TV. And he was just like, wow, this guy is really good. And I was just like, yep, that's CM Punk. Yeah, well, he's the, he's the best in the world. Yep. So, I mean, next week we'll do over predictions and everything like that. We're going to have some pretty detailed serious, you know, predictions for next week because yeah. we can go to like who's going to be in the final four, who's going to be number one, who's going to be number 30. We could always be, take a bet. Who's going to be 27. And also to last next week, it's pretty weeks away from our one year anniversary of marking out. Yeah. We've been doing this for a year now. Me and Dave sat, uh, Dave didn't even want to do this. Nope. Dave was just like, I was all about studying for them cats. Yeah. And then he's like, I begged him. <laughs> you didn't beg him. I begged yes, him. I no, dude, I fucking begged him. 
Yeah, well, I was like, hey, Dave, let's do remember. this. And then we brought you on board. And yeah, you, after and you, you guys brought me on board, David's like, eh, eh. I was like, what do you mean, eh? I love doing this. Like, don't fucking, <laughs> don't fuck this up. Don't you me. leave me now. Well, we're moving to bigger and better things here. Never let go. And uh, we'll just, maybe we'll, uh, we'll see where everything Greener goes. Greener pastures. Greener pastures, uh, bigger. We're not ending the show, we're guys. We're not ending the show. No, we're not ending the show. Don't get that little. Uh, I'm moving. Yes. So we're getting a, the market. We're getting a new marking out studio. A new marking out studio. And it's really going to be a marking out studios because it's going to be for, for all of them, all the people who want to stalk Chris. He's yep, there we, we go. We may have to, <laughs> we may have to do a drunk episode just to bring it in, a, just for good, good time's sake. A fucking man, brother. Those are always interesting. Well, let's get on to our musical interlude of the week. And our musical interlude, we haven't heard from these guys in a while, but it's really always good to hear from them. Ring Rope Rebellion. They did make our theme music. They made also the Big O's theme music. And now they, they got Chi. They got Michael Chi Apetta's uh, Chi True Long Island Stories theme music, which Bros- I they were, yep, yep. which I had stuck in my head for like two days straight. <laughs> they were Broskis Thanks. of the Week. They were Broskis of the Week. There are Broskis. Mm-hmm. And this is their new one. If you saw it, it's up on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Ring Rope Rebellion. You can find video. all their videos. They're always fun. Big shout out to them, the Broskis and the Brosket. Uh, this is one for Christian. This is one for my peeps. And when we get back, uh, we're going to talk about theme music here on Marking Out. Shout out to the streets, uh, yeah Gotta hit the switch Pulling off maneuvers and without a single hitch, uh, yeah Reaching for the gold Signs still delivered, greatest story ever told, uh, yeah Boom, boom, pow The captain of Charisma Christian's time is now This one's strictly for my peeps Hopping out of limousines Never stops winning You would think his name was Charlie Sheen Started off on the brood Where busted on the scene Edging Christian Hood We're the world's greatest tag team Shares on my talent that you can't deny. Frog splashing, flying high. One hell of a guy. He deserves another shot for the title top spot. When by any means or not, give it everything he's got. Christian for peeps. Christian for peeps. Christian for peeps. Captain Charisma. Christian for peeps. Christian for peeps. Christian for peeps. Captain Charisma. His wrestling talent will engage your mind and leave you wondering why you never came to find the true reason we're on this wrestling mission and it's all due in full. Shout out to the streets, uh, yeah Gotta hit the switch Pulling off maneuvers and without a single hitch, uh, yeah Reaching for the gold Signs still delivered, greatest story ever told, uh, yeah Boom, boom, pow The captain of Charisma Christian's time is down He is the captain of Charisma You know we play for keeps Man, it must be Easter Cause all I see is peeps Used to wrestle for the brood Was a vampire Pre-calling with a simple turn of phrase He can leave a crowd sullen Paved the way for all tag teams And then he ended it Ever heard of TLC? He pretty much invented it. He uses his intelligence sharper than a player chop. Oh, Canada, cheap pop. Man, you don't know? We're talking retro, like the five-second pose and the concerto. A high spot hero with a knack at the mic. He's got a big ego, man. That thing's out of sight. From the WWE to his time in Orlando, the guy has done it all. He's a modern-day Brando. He's better than Edge. <laughs> no, I'm playing. He's got blonde hair. Super Saiyan. Yeah. Shout out to the streets, uh, yeah Gotta hit the switch Pulling off maneuvers and without a single hitch, uh, yeah Reaching for the gold Signs still delivered, greatest story ever told, uh, yeah Boom, 
my peeps Going through the city, gotta shout out to the streets, uh Yeah, gotta hit the switch Pulling off maneuvers and without a single hitch, uh Yeah, reaching for the gold Signs still delivered, greatest story ever told, uh Yeah, boom, boom, pow The captain of Charisma Christian's time is now Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You like that song? Go on their YouTube page, youtube.com slash ringroperebellion. You can see all the rest of their videos. Are you a professional wrestler? Do you want kick-ass theme music? Well, get in touch with these guys at Ring Rope Rebellion. They'll definitely do you up good. They did the big up. Awesome. That just sounded really bad. Uh, but as not I the said, best promo. No, I'm not going to cut your promos. <laughs> but we're back here on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Last week when we discussed Brodus Clay, we discussed how awesome his new theme music is. And it's pretty sweet. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Ertis the Cad Miller, you know, had that theme music first. But, you know, he's Still reliving a good theme it. Song. Can Still I just re- say that how shocked and surprised I was when I went back and looked up Ernest Miller that – he was only there for from January to February. Yeah, he really wasn't there that often. I mean, I thought he was there for like a good six month run yeah. with that. I mean, Royal Rumble and stuff like that, but that's pretty much it. Maybe he, did he didn't he do commentating for a, while, a little bit? Yeah, after that he did commentary. Yeah. with but anyway, let's not get into Ernest Cat Miller. Let's get we we're talking about theme music here. Yes, and we're gonna be we're gonna talk about like nice little segment right here on our top five favorite theme musics of all time. So let's start, Brandon. Let's start off with you. I know you said did, no, Brandon. I can't. I don't want to start with me. Yes, you're starting. No, I want yes. David to start. All right, Absolutely. all right, Brandon. Brandon, you're being called out for the rest of the week because you're being a little diva. No, I don't want to start, yeah. man. I need I need Perrier in my dressing room. Yeah, man. All right. Maybe like, he needs why would I need Luke Perrier in my fucking dressing room? You want men in your dressing room? I was talking about no, Perrier, sparkling water. Spark on the bread. Do you want us to take out all the like, colored M&Ms so this way you like, only yeah, do you have want, specific colors? Do you color? want a, a, a well, cognac glass of brown M&Ms? Or what about M&Ms. red M&Ms? How about oh, that? Actually, I would prefer blue and orange, and that's it. Okay, great. All right, Mariah Dave. Carey. All right, ready? I'm going to start it off with the great list. Number, Actually, I don't have any specific uh, order because last time I did have a specific order, apparently I was the only one that had a specific order. <laughs> so I'm not doing any specific order. We got... Skinner, Money Incorporated, Right to Censor, Natural Disasters, and Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Skinner? No, no, no. I was just playing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now my actual list. We got Stone Cold with okay. the glass shattering. Oh, yeah. That's like synonymous in all of mm-hmm. WWE. Always, always gets you pumped uh, even, up. Yeah, always. I mean, Absolutely. once you hear that glass shatter, you, you got chills. Yeah. I mean, no Mark, but you got chills. Absolutely. No, no Marco, but... Um, you got Hulk Hogan, Real American, Break the Walls Down, Y2J, HBK, um, Sexy Boy. I mean, come on now. That's been around for 18 years, and it hasn't – the only change was him singing the lyrics. Yeah. That's the only change. I liked it better when Sensational Sherry – Me too. Sang. I liked it when Sherry did it too, but you know what? It's still the same exact thing. I remember I used to uh, listen to that on my Walkman. Uh, Your Walkman, ca- yeah, wow. Ca- because um, I was part of the club, so they sent a cassette tape with he all of these. He was part of the Sony Walkman club? No, no, no. UEF uh, fan club and they sent Uh-oh. you a cassette tape with all these theme songs so I got I had on this cassette tape I used to listen to at school like uh, Papa Shango t- uh, Tatanka 
Um, who Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then my last one, I'm actually going to go with Kevin Steen. The oh, part what? where he where it has jigsaw theme music from Saw, uh-huh. and then it goes right into unsettling differences. Okay, I think it's just the jigsaw part. It's just like, all right, we you played know, it. We played it on the show. Pretty I iTunes. I don't know if we played the jigsaw part though. No, we just played. But the yeah, just the unsettling differences. But the jigsaw part gets you pumped up. You're like, oh man, something's gonna go down right now. I mean, it's from Saw. Yeah. Who, who actually has a good thought about the movie Saw? And no. then it goes into unsettling differences. I think it's great and it's intense. It is. It sucks. All right, I'm going to go now since Brandy Brandon. Brandon uh, we're still looking for his blue and orange uh, M and M's. Yes, here. we're still picking them out. Um, no really particular order, but number one, like standing out for me, is Hulk Hogan. Like, it doesn't get any better with that because you could just use that theme music for everything. Everybody knows it. Yeah, and you know, I I blasted all. I blasted it the day Osama bin Laden got killed. Um, I blasted on the Fourth of July. I blasted on Memorial Day. It's a good music. Um, CM Punk's old WWF music, "This Fire Burns" by Killswitch Engage, because that just gets you like for yeah. me and being a heavy metal fan, that just gets me like it, amped up. Apparently, Randy Orton used that m- music at one point too. Yeah, for like a week. Yeah, and then they went to something else. Yeah. Uh, next is Brian Danielson. The final countdown. I had him on my list, but then I was just like, um, Kevin Steen. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. But because final it, countdown's Because great. that's just such an obscure music to use. And he said but, it. He's like, it's the it's horrible, so I had to use it as my theme music. But the fact that he waits till it gets, like, to after the intro wants to, like, he wait, doesn't even enter until the intro is all done. Yeah. And then he comes out. Then he has the crowd sing with and him. And also, too, when we were there, his, his last Ring of Honor show, was, like, everybody was singing along. Oh, yeah. Like, you even saw it, like, in the Wrestling Road Diaries when, like, I forget it was, like, a Pennsylvania show. Like, everybody was, like, putting their fingers up in yeah. the air going, it's the final countdown. And we played it on the show, too. It's such a great, great song. Mm-hmm. Next for me is going to be the NWO theme music. Okay. That, you know, that's just synonymous with a, just a group of gritty bad yeah. guys. You know, it's still being used today and still being kept alive through Kevin Nash. Definitely. We all popped when. And Kevin Nash oh, yeah. came back at came back and he came out to the NWO theme music. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's solid. And number five for me is Tyler Black's Ring of Honor theme music. He now uses it in FCW mm-hmm. uh, um, Battle On by War of Ages, mm-hmm. which is that also too. You know, gets you fired up, gets you amped, just gets you ready to go, thrashing around. But yeah, just thrashing around. Then he comes out just like when when the vocals kick in and just really gets really breakdown. Yeah, he just m- mosh pits like uh, yeah. by himself. Yeah, my, like I wanted to put Roderick Strong's music on there. I too, know that because that was great too. El Generico's music, which was great. Well, this um, what's his face? Legion- Austin, Austin Aries had the same intro as Roderick Strong. With the Boondock Saints, oh and yeah, then it went to Marilyn Manson. Oh okay, yeah, so because they're both part of yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the, the little tag team they had. Mm-hmm. Are you ready now, Brandon? Yes, I am. We got the Eminem set for you. And and bear with me because I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, he's actually going to go through every single. Uh, not like and not I'm like, go, not like I'm you start, who I'm just went through everything. Five. Yeah. I'm going to start with my fifth. I do. Okay, a little... so now we don't have to have you shout outs this week since we were giving you all this time, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm going with Down Straits version, not Cage Nine of I Am Perfection for Dolph Ziggler. No? Okay. okay. Talk in between keep, these keep on, no. I thought, yeah, keep I, thought you'd, I thought you'd give a reason. Like, I gave a reason. I, I mean, Dave think, didn't give I Dave's just like, yeah, the I, Dave the Reef does not need any reason. I like the theme song. I went, like, I went personal. I would listen to this every day. And you probably did. Well, I don't know if I'd listen to this next one every day, but by Shawn Michaels, Jim Johnson, Jimmy Hart, and J.J. McGuire. Sexy boy. Okay. There we go. Okay. Jim Johnson, Deuce and Domino. I'm all about cool. 
I absolutely, that's one of my favorite theme songs ever. Why? Because it's like a doo-wop theme music? Yeah, I love that. Mr. 1859. For, for, some reason, for some reason, they released it faster than it actually should be on iTunes, and it makes no sense, and I, I wish I had a slower version, but whatever. You can probably find it somewhere on the internet. Also, Jim Johnson, the one, Billy Gunn, I've got it all. Oh, God. Come on, tell me how great that song was. It's so was, great I, that I, I don't I was, even remember it. It's funny. I was watching, uh, they showed a clip. Of, I was watching a New Age Outlaw clip. <laughs> Honestly, I could, I would not mind them seeing them come back out, see them uh, come out through that uh, entranceway. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. All right, keep I have, it going. I have like a toss-up between that and Ass Man. Because I like that theme song, too, for Badass Billy Gunn. And I'm an I'm ass man. I'm an ass man. And number one by Finger Eleven, Slow Chemical. Oh, Kane's music? I like that Absolutely. theme song, too. Okay, yeah. That was I, that, I used to listen to that Wasn't that off, like, that Ruthless Aggression well, album? Yeah. yeah. Forceful Entry. Oh, forceful and they, Entry. And they had... Force, okay. <laughs> Dave loves Forceful Entry. Mm. <laughs> Bam, Ruthless Roasted. Ruthless Aggression had a bunch of my favorite songs, like They're, I Won't Stop for Gang. They had... Uh, Triple H's like the Drowning Pool version, nah. which was awesome. I thought I think that was they, they have Disturbed on there for uh, Austin, Austin too. yeah, no, which which came out yeah. really good. Uh, Motorhead too had Triple H's mm. Time to Play the Game. You know, Triple H had like eight songs on there. Wonder why. Um, I think was King of My World on that or no for Chris I, Jericho? Possibly. I don't know, but uh, that that was a favorite song of it's, mine. It's, that's my that's my favorite Jericho theme. It was it was so tough to like decipher all these. Yeah, Brandon had like three hundred forty five. I have a list of thirty six. Nah, bullshit. When I spoke to you no. on the phone last night, you're like, no. oh man, when I, I got three hundred forty five. I don't know what to do. Mark, no. I had thirty six. Six of which are TV and pay per view themes. <laughs> Mark, and non- you know what? Mark. Surprisingly, I actually wanted to put. Uh, I was considering Goldberg too, even oh. though it's not really that much of a theme song but the intimidation factor of that when you hear those yeah, because drums also too there's so many things that play to themes like too it's like the entrance and stuff like that yeah. too like I'm trying to think of somebody in general right now in the WWE Gilbert <laughs> Gilbert's not in the WWE right now also too like the Road Warriors mm-hmm. like I've been I've been on a really big Road Warriors yeah, I, I, I was actually surprised you didn't go with Road Warriors or Demolition I, I thought Demo- Demo- Demolition was awesome I, I honestly I thought that either Road Warriors or Demolition was going to be on the list but also this after um, talking about theme songs Jim Johnston has to go into the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. I'm surprised like we've that... we said it once, we've said it again yeah. and again and again. I'm surprised that he's not in it yet. This and guy he... has written theme songs for them for... Since the early night, Early 90s, maybe? No, 80s. Early, he made the he... Ultimate Warriors theme music. He's been around that long. I mean... He's got to be inducted. He does. And then Ring Road Rebellion will just take over his job. Exactly. Amen, brother. Testify. So let's get on to Impact Wrestling since we spent a, a whole bejesus of time on theme music. Impact Wrestling. You know what? It sounds familiar, but I'm not too sure nobody, what that is. But the thing in Impact Wrestling, nobody's theme music really stands out. Uh, Rudes. I like Rudes. I like. I actually like the beautiful people. Okay. Um... I like Winters. Oh, oh the Motor a, City Machine Guns. Yeah, Motor City. And speaking like, of the Motor I like City... I Team they, Canada's. Yeah, I, I, I like a lot of theme songs in TNA, so I can't even... You know, we did mention the Motor City Machine Guns. The X Division, these two guys are synonymous with the X, uh, the X Division. They've both been on the shelf for a little bit while. Austin Aries running out of competition. We finally see Alex Shelley come back. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns. A little I mean, sucked out. A little, little sucked out. He looked, he looked a little out of it, but, you know, he... I can't wait to see him back in the ring. 
Yeah, because yeah, it looks like these guys are going to start a program with each other and maybe hopefully. And even still, Austin Aries commanding that mic. Oh, he was and so such good. A, he has such a presence. Even when he comes out to the ring, the way that he just takes the lo- uh, takes the love takes the <laughs> takes the mic from uh, SoCal Val, it just takes it and does a little spin move. It just it's awesome. It is, and I'm excited to see where this is going to go from here. Yeah. Um, it should really thrive, hopefully boost up the Activision a little bit. I'm waiting for Chris Saban to come back. Well, because, you know, Alex Shelley said it in his promo. He said, he's like, the, the, the tag team division needs the Motor City Machine Guns. What happens if, well, right now, um, Austin Aries told him, listen, you choose any opponent and you got your title match if you beat them. Shelley, in response, says, you're the champ, you choose. What happens if he chooses Chris Saban? Ooh, that's a where good the, one. Where have they been? Injured or what? Yeah, um, Saban, uh, tor- I think, it's hurt his ankle. A- AC- ACL, MCL. ACL, MCL. He said it yesterday. The yeah. And then, uh, then Shelly maybe had a shoulder injury. Oh, well, I'll go F myself then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I thought somebody had an ankle injury. Oh, no. that's the Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so. But, yeah, Chris Saban maybe. It's been a while. Well, well, they did all the tapings already, and all the spoilers have been released. Oh, I, I, I avoid the spoilers just so this way I actually. That a boy, Dave. Ah, uh, let's talk wait, about. So you know who it is? But I, I don't because I don't read the spoilers. I don't read dirt sheets. Yes, no. I know. I read it. Why well, would Chris read them? Yeah, it's Tony Nese, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's Tony Nese. And where the fuck is he? Hashtag Bullshit. we want niece. There and we if you want to see niece, go check out nywcwrestling.com. There we go. And other things that we're going to talk about later on in the show. Um, let's talk about the knockouts division. We did see Eric Young take on Angelina Love in a hilarious an, match. A highly entertaining match. He's really like, he's one of the saving graces right now, the Impact Wrestling All right, Show. If you're watching Impact, I don't think there's ever a person that would turn off the TV when they see EY on that channel. Yes. Nobody. Everybody's always drawn into that station and like, like, all right, I got to see what he does. From tying up with random fans to tying up with the referee. And trying to t- tie up with the kid rear this week because he uh, thinks he's a cage fighter. Yeah. Good stuff. Good and stuff. And they make mention of Cyborg, who got tested positive for uh, steroids. I don't know about that's the, if that's the correct way to go about that. But oh, yeah, okay. Could have went, went with Ben Askren or somebody. Yeah, but, you know, do you think anybody really understands who... That no, is no. Wait, who? See, exactly. No. NC- so continuing on, um, let's also talk the big cage match this week between yep. Madison Rain and Mickey James. Which speaking of speaking of not turning the TV off, yeah, I didn't. A, I didn't turn the TV that off. That was a good match. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, about you. I was actually pretty impressed. Um, it was back and forth. You got Mickey James getting the win. I mean, sometimes there was a few moments where I started like, well, come on out, like um, Mickey James was pressing. I think. Madison Rain's uh, head against no, it was the other way around against the cage, mm-hmm. and she was paying. It was just like your forehead's not even up against the cage. But you know what? Do, you know what doesn't get me with the TNA cages? Mm-hmm. The fact that they have those holes that are like yeah. cut in there for the camera angles that doesn't help. Like they, I mean, the, what, someone could just dive out of that thing. Yeah, especially how petite all those girls are. They could just slide right through there. Then yeah, right, the just end, slither then out of it. Yeah. It, uh, like what is it, Kate Moss and Family Guy? Yeah. Right Cracking the, <laughs> crack the floor. Um, so, they, but then after the match, they're like, "Oh yeah, guess what? We beat Mickey James. That Let's go so drink champagne." And then the fact that you win the match by pinfall. 
Yeah, I, that's one pet peeve, I get pet peeve of mine with pro wrestling is that you could actually win a cage match with pinfall. I know. Well, wait, it says pinfall. Wait, or, didn't I know, James but that's, win? Yeah, Mickey yeah, James won. won. But that's the thing I don't like is even though yes, it's so it's legal in the match or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I'm not a fan of it. I always think that it's even going back to WWE when they do it. I think that overall it should be one of those things where you have to climb up out of that ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, but back to that backstage uh, segment. I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> back to back. Yeah, to, yeah. just send it right back out to you. Yeah, all right. Um, you know, we had a lot of discrepancies of who the number one contender was going to be from last week. You you had um, a great match between Robert Roode and Jeff Hardy that ended in Bully Ray, you know, yeah. getting every, uh, t- making disqualification, Jeff Hardy winning. And Bully Ray won in that spot. You have James Storm. Coming and beating Kurt Angle last week to become the new number one contender. So then this week, they battle to decide who's going to be the number one contender, which then ends in Robert Roode declaring it a no contest. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you, I had, guess, you had Bully Wright get involved, too, with uh, his whipping of the chain, just yeah. beating the crap out of them. And he spoke to – didn't he speak to uh, Sting earlier yeah, the night he, about he and, wants – You're uh, giving me another match. Yeah, he wants uh, the number one contender shot, too. Yeah. It, it, I, I guess it's going to set itself up for a four-way. You know what? He deserves it. Bully he does, Ray. and he said it. He was trending on Twitter. He was. Last week, which – I. you know what? Let, let's go – I want to go – Even just, though it was pre-taped, I mean, he was trending when it was – Well, No, he was <laughs> trending during the Monsters Ball match at Genesis. Oh. You know what? Which I thought – I don't know. I was a little iffy on. With what? Just because, you know, WWE, like, throws Twitter down our throats. And Impact Wrestling does it so subtly. I think that was kind of a jab. I don't think so because every here and there you'll see a little um, uh, thing pop up saying "Follow Dixie Carter on Twitter." Like, yeah, which I is think the that's, dumbest thing. Honestly, you you will never see that happen with Vince McMahon. Never. It only shows you the difference of how they do business and the kind of people that they are. I think Dixie Carter is a little nitwit. But that also, too, brings to the whole social media factor, the fact that the WWE has the fucking their hands over the balls of social they media. They truly are the king of Twitter, king of, king of social media. And I really believe that you have to be in this day and age to be in the business because or absolutely stay what's hot is hot yeah yeah and you know also too like with social with social media in general in professional wrestling i mean this is a topic we haven't really touched on that much maybe we should touch on this instead of talking about impact let's do it yeah <laughs> uh, especially if you're an independent wrestler you have to kind of reach out to fans you know because not being on TV kind of d- and trying to stay relevant. You know, yeah. it's also social media is a great way to get yourself booked. Definitely. Um, it's just and the WWE does it so well with, you know, you know, announcing guys out to ring and, you know, putting their name underneath. Also, too, you know, with like with podcasts like us, you know, so, social media has, you know, put us on WWE.com, you know, for a month straight. And we got on uh, we got on this, yeah, this week, this which was, week, and yeah. it was that was all Dave's doing. Congratulations yeah. to that, Dave. High oh, five. Hey, hey, Muscle ready to go. Yeah, good. So um, it, it thrives in, and you know, also it spreads the word about things. It does. And like, could you imagine how many more matches? That he'd be Dennis Stamp would be booked if he had Twitter. Yeah, he would have like one more match than he has now. So he had one match. Yeah. Book. I'm not booked. <laughs> he, for one thing. He was not booked. <laughs> I'm not booked, Terry. He was not booked at all. But it's such it's such a great facet. I mean, you know, also too, Zack Ryder. 
Look at Zack Ryder. The kid, you know, last year at this time was do, maybe pretty much started Z Chuang Ao's story just around this time last year. Mm-hmm. And now he is pretty much, you know, one of the up, upper mid card guys. He's a contender. He is a, well, he was the former United States champion. We'll not get into that. Uh, let's get into former the, Former number one contender. Well, yeah. Yep. FNOC. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's talk about other things. Professional wrestling rise. We had uh, professional wrestler Platinum Pat Buck on the show a couple weeks back, talking about his experiences with FCW and OVW, and just being an independent wrestler. Uh, this week, it was announced that Pat is now the co-owner slash promoter of Pro Wrestling Syndicate. So we got to give uh, Pat his uh, shout outs as you know, congratulations, shout outs as congratulations, and they have a huge monster of a card coming up, Rawway, New Jersey. Jersey, March 9th. It's the Super Show 2012. Anybody, Supercard. Supercard, excuse me. Anybody and everybody is on that card. Your main event for the evening is two marking out favorites here with the PWS champion, the Death Machine, Sammy Callahan, versus Mr. Boom Boom himself, Cole Cabana, making a tri-state area appearance, which I think both of us are psyched. All of us are psyched about. Oh, yeah. You got who? You got Papa Shango on the card. You got the Shockmaster. You have the fucking a shock master as the commissioner for PWS. I, I, I really, I hope that they get him to stumble out of a, a brick wall. That'd be funny. That would just be the best part on the card. You, you have a loaded, loaded, loaded card with a lot of talent. Davey Richards is on the card. Kevin What's, Matthews, Pat Kevin Buck. Mas- you know, two guys. Alex that, Reynolds, Tony Nese. Yeah, yeah, amen. Other wrestlers. Which, which is got, it has to be, it's going to be one of the top contenders to steal the show. Versus Alex Reynolds. Yeah, because that match that Dave and I saw at NYWC, seriously one of the best independent wrestling matches I've ever seen. You got Shima Zion. Yeah, you have a with uh, you have a, a suicidal six way. I mean, but we'll we'll talk. Yeah, about the more, we'll go into the card more. We'll detail. talk about the card in depth once it starts getting a little bit closer. We'll all be there, and as and we seriously. say, and as we say with every single professional wrestling event, if you see Brandon, no, shut up, yes, <laughs> shut, shut up, shut up. Yeah, if no, you see Brandon, take a picture with him. Tri- state area buy tickets get to new jersey stay overnight take a bus from fucking houston texas brandon will put him put you here. up at his house yep and no. brandon will put you up at his no. house chris will put you up at his fucking house in ron conca move yeah. <laughs> let's but get the shameless plugs yes shameless plugs that's right it's shameless plugs time and this is dave the rave that the ladies that's right they crave all right, we're going to start off the shameless plugs with Tremaine's Angel X. That is G, uh, G Nation, hashtag heel. Go follow them. They're a mark that follows us. Good company. All right, on to the next contestant. You got Spira Andover. Go follow her at Spira Andover. Go check out her website, spiraandover.webs.com. She's actually on that card, uh, the PWS card we were just speaking about. She'll be taking on uh, Rebby Sky and Brittany Savage. Rebby Sky? Yeah. (laughs) What up, Jay Silva? Reader. (laughs) And then the final shameless plug goes to the man that single-handedly brought down ECW and ended the era of extreme, the the Callahan death machine, Sammy Callahan. Go follow him at Sammy Callahan. Yeah. What else do you have to say about Sammy Callahan? He, Can you say anything else that hasn't been been said? He's the hottest wrestler right now in the indie circuit. 2012. Watch out, Sammy Callahan. He is, des- he destroyed at Evolve 10. He's 
destroyed CCW also. He's going to destroy 2012. Yep, and if you don't like I could, it... I- I could certainly say that I'm going to be disappointed with him versus Cole Cabana because you know that Sammy Callahan's going to fuck shit up. He's going to bring I it. I want to see funny Cole Cabana. Oh, no. You're going to see serious Cole Cabana because we're if he goes see- in funny, Callahan's going to tear him apart. We're going to see some shit happen. I mean, right now, we're. I was just looking at a picture earlier today where Sammy Callahan is in the ring at the ECW yeah. arena with his foot just right on oh, Sabu's head as he's head. all bloodied. Oh, man. It's going to be great. Um... Uh, and if you don't like that, Sammy, uh, what Sammy Hallahan's doing, you could just go die. Yep, as he says in his apologies that uh, he's being demanded to make. So, yeah, go die. Brandon, who are you going to shout out? A friend of mine said the other day that Barack Obama was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout outs. <laughs> Number one, got to give it to Steve Forge because he finally subscribes to us on iTunes. Go follow him on Twitter at Forge MYWC. Second shout out, as you already heard, no, I was not making it up. Shout out to Dave for being the one who got us off WWE.com <laughs> and getting us back on. The tweet was Mr. Belding's rocking out behind Lawler and Cole, hashtag WWE, hashtag Raw. What can I say? Dave the Rave always uh, gets off, but then he gets right back on. Amen. You're like a Chumbawamba song. <laughs> <laughs> and then my third shout out the captain of my cruise ship for not going off course crashing into a rock ticket tipping the boat and then deserting it so thank you for Yay. that yes thank you for bringing brandon back in one piece we appreciate it amen thank you very much and now it's time for our Mark out moment of the week. And we've had a lot of positive mark out moments, but this this is a depressing one. Yeah, this is more of a negative, (laughs) you could say. It's sad. Hashtag sad. Yeah, we're using fucking hashtags in real life. Like people use internet lingo in real life. You said LOL. That's weird. Yeah, you using hashtags in real life is weird. Twitter's current. LOL is yesterday. (laughs) No, because you can still text it. Huh? Bam. Bam. Roasted. (laughs) All right, but anyway... This week, we saw, you know, Zack Ryder lose the United States title. Did we all see it when it happened, though? We didn't. We didn't. Actually, I saw what happened, and I refused to watch Monday Night Raw until this morning when I actually had to watch and do all my notes and everything like that for the show. And Dave tried to call me, did you see Raw last night? No, I'm not watching it. I'm mad at Johnny Laurinaitis for making Zack Ryder go out and defend his title. He legit didn't finish Raw after that match. I didn't. I didn't watch what happened, and I was too mad. So, yeah. You would have had to buy a new TV, uh coming up this week. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's, I was gonna... that's a that's a face palm right there. Yeah, it's a face palm to the WWE because I was mad that they made Zack Ryder defend his title. When Don't he wasn't piss off Chris. Yep, yeah, was. that's a true Mark moment right there. So yes. that was our Mark out moment of the week, and that's our show for this week. Yet again, uh, markingout.com. You can find all of our shows on there, and also on iTunes. Definitely, please, if you're listening to this show and you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe because it's huge. It's huge for us. If you are a musician, if you have a band, if you have any sort of wrestling-related music, or if you just want to get on our fucking show as our musical interlude, 
include definitely marking out one at gmail.com send us some music let me know let us know what you're all about we're always we're open to everything Dave loves country music yes no matter what we, we don't uh, exclude any we, music we don't discriminate Brandon listens to Kids Bop 21 no I don't shut the fuck up that was on <laughs> iTunes I clicked it by mistake Mr. Saxo beat stuck in my head but Thank also face, facebook.com slash marking out at marking out on Twitter you can follow us there uh, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors and have a good week. 